friends. It's good to see you again. I'm Brian. And I'm Joe. Let's Let's start start the show. The show has started. Welcome, listener. Um, We've been waiting for you all week. Okay. (laughs) Unless you just listened to us like a second ago. And you're like, I got to listen to this next one. And this intro is a little weird. So I apologize. (laughs) At least this intro, we're not talking about the intro. Almost. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) Um, We're here to talk about craft beer week. This is beer talk. Yeah. We want to talk about beer. Yeah. So we have a subject of the day. So we brought in our local expert. Um, TJ is going to give us like a little... Like, because I don't know all of what you know. Let me just say what I know you know. Okay. okay. You tell me. I'm just going to tell it. <clears throat> and then this never goes good for you. Nope. Just so you know, like, this I know. is always bad. I walk confidently into this fire, though, for everybody. <laughs> TJ is um, maybe longtime uh, popular bartender. I knew him from the Stein House. Then, um, and then enthusiast brewer at the time, like very into, if there was a local brewing thing, you were going to be in it or running it. Right, right. I was super thirsty coming from Missoula, got to Great Falls and there was not really anything going on. It's a desert for brewers at the time. Okay. And then you went. I was, I was just getting into home brewing. Yeah, you just know, so. in the home. Not not the Mr. Beer stuff. We're talking, you're mashing things. Yeah, I showed up one day to my apartment. It must have been 2000. I'm going to go with 2000. I'm horrible at dates, but 2005. Mm-hmm. Or no, it would have been 2007, sorry. And my dad had ordered me a home brew kit, and it was just sitting, multiple boxes, like mm-hmm. 10 boxes, I don't know, seven boxes, big boxes, carboys, mash tons, all sitting in front of my apartment door. He's like, get started. <laughs> well, I, I kept talking about home brewing, home brewing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna home brew. Someday I want to open up a brewery. Someday I'm gonna work at a brewery. And everybody was just like, okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. As I'm sitting there with a beer in my hand at at the Stein House, you know. Yeah, whatever drunk guy. We all want right. to brew our own beer. That's <laughs> right. always what we all think about I when we're like, drinking. I feel like in high school I used to call people homebrew. What up, homebrew? What up, homebrew? <laughs> I feel like I used to call people that. Maybe. Well, yeah. So I just. I was just eager to drink better beer, you know, mm-hmm. not saying that the, the, the loggers of our times, you know, the bud and bud light and Miller isn't, that's not bad, but mm-hmm. coming from Missoula, it was kind of like, all right, what's going on here? Great falls. So what, what did Missoula have at the time? I was big into Byron. Like I was broke 20 year old college dropout, you know, and I was just like living off of Byron short fills. Okay. And ramen, we'd we'd literally walk with like cases of Bayern Maybach short fills for like eight bucks. You know, whatever you're going to charge us. What is a short fill? It's not quite twelve fluid ounces, so they can't legally sell it. <laughs> so we would. Okay. It could be. They, it cool. could be thirteen cool. ounces. Okay. You know, they're shorter overfills. They're just not. Is this coming in like a can or a glass? bottle? Like, they were picture. they bottle. Okay, but it, it's capped. Like, you know, oh, it's, it's capped just, and they just, just noticed that it was off. Yeah, Someone caught it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So they would sell it for super cheap. Cool. And being broke. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like the Ross of beers. Okay. Like, like <laughs> right. everything goes to Ross. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like fine. It's a little fucked just, up. Yeah. Yeah. It's still good. Yeah. It's missing a button. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 So, yeah. Um, Kettle House, obviously, as we're sitting here, we might as well crack one of these. Yeah, let's crack one of these Kettle House. Fish on 
juicy pale ale. Hey, tell us what you know about this because you said, "Oh, these are delicious," and I've I just was excited because it's they're it's this is so this is a Kettle House Brewing Company uh, beer called Fish On, and it was orange and it said juicy Montana pale, and I yeah, was like, so I'm in a hurry, and I'm like, "Hey, that sounds okay. Let's try that." It's kind of spinning off the hazy craze, you know, that everybody's kind of going through. Um, basically, it's just a nice, light 4.8%, as it says on their can. I've had it a couple times. Yeah. Um, hazy IPA. So what makes it hazy is usually their yeast, they add wheat to it. Um, and then they do a lot of late um, hop additions. So it's not early hop additions where it would make more bitterness. So the earlier in the mm-hmm. beer, the more um, bitterness that you're going to extract from the hops. Like that classic IPA, that bitter thing. So they're doing right. that early They're doing it addition. late in the boil or not even in the boil. Oh. After the boil is complete, they're dry hopping. Lots of dry hopping goes into these beers. Okay. Um, so it's just like a hazy IPA. Um, certain yeast strains, they can do Quebec. They could do... I mean, I don't know exactly what Kettle House is doing, but it's delicious. Kettle House is doing some good stuff. Kettle House is killing it right now. Like, oh my gosh. They're like, it feels like they're taking over Missoula. Like well, they're just opening all the businesses. I just saw that they're closing Myrtle Street. What is that? The, the K-hole, the original Kettle House location. Oh, the one that's kind of looks, looks like it's over a bridge or whatever? No, that's the Orange Street. Oh, okay. That's where, where everything's going. The oh. old one was down off of Higgins. Oh, Okay by that like car shop back there on Myrtle Street. I don't even know if I've ever been to that one. Dude, I just remember K-Hole is like dudes dragging couches in through the front door and being like, this is where we're going to sit because there's no seats in here. I mean, it's just <laughs> a ghetto tap room that was awesome, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that, that was the Missoula vibe that I was missing when I moved to Great Falls. Is like mm-hmm. the whole, like, where's the dude at dragging the couch in, you know? Where? <laughs> Where's the couch dragon brewery room? Like, you know, here in Great Falls, people have been like, what the hell is this guy doing? You know, in Missoula, it was totally normal. Like, yeah, yeah we should put another couch in here, bro. <laughs> I don't know where you got it, but now so we can sit down. It's a philosophy in here, too. We yeah. just keep bringing stuff into the studio. Right. Yeah, we're very influenced by Missoula. We just wanted to like, you know what this, this studio needs is some random couches that look like we found them. Right. Right. Because we kind of did, and they work, man. Okay, so um, you you were um, going to college in Missoula? Yeah, I did like a semester, dropped out. Oh, okay. So, okay. Um, but then you were working here. Um, you liked beer, bartending, and the Steinhaus is known for having a ton, like more than yes. more than any other place in Great Well, that was kind of a thing that we ran taps, with. Like yeah. different taps, you know? Always that one nitro, too. Oh, what's the nitro going to be this time? Right. Ooh. We, um, when I first started, at, when I, well, I originally moved here through Carmike, the old movie theater days. I used to run Carmikes across the state. And, um, really? Yeah. So I was um, a big projector geek. And, okay. Awesome. But, um, excuse me. Um, I used to sit down at Steinhaus after getting off of work at the movie theater um, with one of my buddies. And they had like 18 beers on tap. And I didn't work there or whatever. And I eventually ended up quitting Carmike, was sick of babysitting 16-year-olds. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> was like, you know, talking about how I want to be a brewer. Mm-hmm. And that's when I got the homebrew kit. And my buddies were like, dude, shit or get off the pot, man. Like, yep. What up, homebrew? Right. <laughs> Start making beer. Yeah, shut up. Mm. And I eventually did. Um, I started homebrewing with a guy that I worked with 
um, at Howard's Pizza for a while. Yeah. And he did extract. I kind of wanted to get into the all grain. And then I met some dudes that moved up here from Michigan. Hold mm-hmm. on. Hold on. Extract, all grain. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> okay. Slow down with the jargon. <laughs> so home brewing talk. Um, <laughs> you can get like malt extract. It's just basically like a syrup. Okay. okay. And you brew that, add hops to it. Or you boil that, add hops to it, and then ferment it. You which put is, your yeast into would it. Would you call that the easier way? You're getting some Definitely. syrup in a can. Yep. And, and then you make like a beer soup. Okay. Right. And so what's the other way? What would you call that? All grain is where you're taking barley Okay. Um, you're malt. You're taking malt right out of the dirt, and you're you're cracking them, <laughs> and you're exposing the starches and the sugars, mm-hmm. keeping some husk intact to add as a filter through the lottering bed. Okay, and then you you sit, you know, you let your uh, mash sit for an hour. You're extracting all the sugars. You let it run off into your kettle and rinse all those grains, and that is your wort. Wort, which is um, like wort, a starter. It's, for beer. It's it's your it's your sugar water basically. Oh, okay. And Ooh, so you wort. boil you it's boil that. Water. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's water. the life of the beer. Okay. Um so then you you boil that. And that's where you add your hops. Mm-hmm. Um so the earlier in the boil, the more bitterness you're going to extract. Mm-hmm. Middle additions kind of some flavor, some aromas. The end of the boil or post boil is where you're getting all your aroma. And so that's what we're tasting here on this, this fish is on heavier on the aroma side of things. Not too early. I was kind of I was, I was kind of worried because I'm not an IPA guy anymore, and I was not nothing on this right. said to me this is an IPA. It did say pale, but I'm like well, okay, like that could be. And it's pretty mild. It's, it's mild yeah, for it's, sure. It's it's mild enough for me because my problem with ale or oh, man, yeah. IPA is I don't like earwax. Well, it's like you're, you're, you were the real life person. Remember those uh, beer commercials that are like, oh, avoid the bitter beer face, you know, mm-hmm. try Coors mm-hmm. Light. And right. Right. you were the real life person in that. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't. Oh, wasn't yeah. that kind of what we were talking about at the Beck, how this all started last Sunday when we were just kind of, I was like, you know, I just want a good, crisp, clean lager. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about like Tecate and yeah. that's how we got talking into Malt Europe where I currently work. Um, but good, crisp, clean lagers. Throw throw a freaking lime in it if you want one, man. Like it's yeah. summertime. Yeah, because that's wh- what I want right now. You what know? what I like and what we were talking about are like the um, the Coronas, you know, like the Tecates, the Modelos, and I was just thinking it's usually a, a Mexican, Mexican style beer. beer. So yes. it's just a light beer. It's like, a Mexican lager, so they have their own mm-hmm. kind of yeast strain, hmm. but they lager it no different than Anheuser Busch or Miller, you know. Basically, just a good cold, cold clean fermentation. Beer. One of those beers has to be made by Anheuser Busch. Um, so probably, <laughs> I, I believe Dos Equis is owned by Anheuser. I, I, I shouldn't be saying this if I don't know correct. I mean, it, it's hard. Oh, it's you, okay. Nobody have, holds us accountable. Right? We can say <laughs> whatever we want. Look at unicorn. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all owned by Bevmo. Everyone knows that. Yeah, I mean. It's um, they're like Constellation, CCM, Anheuser, Miller Coors, Molson Coors. I mean, those are your Heineken or your big, big, big dogs. Mm-hmm. And they're mainly lagering stuff. I mean, they, they do pale ales and, you know, your mm-hmm. ambers and stuff. But for some reason, the big dogs are always lagering everything. They have massive tanks. They know what they're doing. They have brew masters that have literally gone to school. Everybody used to, you know, TJ is a brew master at Black Eagle Brewery. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't go that far. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. a brewer. 
you know, I'm doing the job as a brewer, but what's the distinction? Like what level of education are you lacking that you're like, uh, not until I get this. If well, I like, you know, Jurgen and Missoula and Thurston at Bayern, those dudes are brewmasters, you know, they're because they went to school for how long? What do you think? I don't even know if they went to school. They just been brewing for 20 some years and they sound what they, you know, they know what they're talking about. The way that Jurgen talks about beer and decoction, mm-hmm. like, okay, he's a brewmaster. We'll give him that. Okay. You just need a bigger vocabulary, bro. <laughs> right. That's like, so, <laughs> so if Joe and I were just like, Hey, you're a beer master. Brewmaster. Um, I would, I would, beer master. I would correct you and say, no, dude, I'm, I'm a brewer. I'm learning to be a brewmaster. So it's kind of like a chef thing. You know, you, exactly. you might be a super good cook, exactly. but you wouldn't consider yourself a chef. No. Okay. I mean, I'm learning and this is why, okay. So we, we, we kind of home brewing, um, started doing that while working at the Stein house. Yeah. Let's go back to the, um, and, your history here. Right. Home brewing. got into it. My dad bought me the kit, got some buddies that moved up here from Michigan that used to work at a brewery in Michigan, oh, okay. Andrew Ladd and Hans, and they were beer geeks and we just started brewing a bunch of beer. Okay. Like, so you got like a group of people around you now, right. like a social club of like and other they people. They knew what they were doing a little more okay. than I did. And we oh. just kind of fed off of each other and we started making really good beer. Okay, cool. Like it was right around the time when the front brewing company was open, like Brandon and Trevor and those dudes. And I remember mm-hmm. I brewed like a, a smash, which is a single malt, single hop citra IPA. Okay. And so I used Maris Otter, malt, citra hops, water, yeast. That's it. Okay, so simple. Yes. Sort of, okay. It's kind of like cooking, like you just kind of need a little salt and pepper on that steak. But like, it's got to like be like ribeye. Really, really good quality ingredients yeah, though. You, yeah. yeah, you just get salt and pepper, Mm-hmm. and grill that thing mm-hmm. and it's good you know you don't need to overdo everything yeah. and that was kind of the learning process I mean those guys were like you brewed this mm-hmm. you know and Trevor was he was a home brewer and he was getting into it yeah gotcha um, so anyway worked at the sign house forever TC got sick of um, Keith and I complaining about the 18 beer taps that had been there forever you know yeah. same never rotated oh really and he was like dude you guys do whatever you guys want. Just order different beers. Yeah. And we, we decided to do it all Montana beers. Cool. And that was kind of like when you came around, we, mm-hmm. we'd, we'd completed the whole kind of remodel of the back bar. And, oh, cool. And had the nitro rotating nitro tap. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was like black ghost oatmeal stout forever. Oh yeah. I remember that one. From Madison river. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. After the Stein house, I, Went to Black Eagle Brewery in 2000. It had been like November 2014, I believe. Okay. And I, were, I did both for a while. And then I committed to Black Eagle Brewery full-time in maybe two, 2015. I'm horrible with dates. Yeah. So a few years went by and you were like, you know what? I'm going to go full-time working as a brewer. Yeah. And so how, how did that go? Were you like in charge or were you working under somebody? Um, I was working under the Heisers, the owners, um, but they kind of let me head free reign. I was trained by Paul Royce, who used to be at Kettle House, is now at Lolo Peak Brewing Company. So they brought him in to consult. Oh, cool. And he kind of trained me. Um, most of his recipes, we they still brew. Yeah. Um, but I did some throughout the years. And, and uh, yeah, I quit um, Black Eagle Brewery in... November of 2020. So I've almost been at Mall Europe for two years. Okay. And so what, uh, what, what prompted the move and Um, and what is Mall Europe? What are you, what do you, what, what is it? And what are you doing there? (laughs) Okay. So Mall Europe is one of the biggest malting companies in the world. 
Um, it is a worldwide company. We are part of MENA, which is Malt Europe North America. Okay. Um, I don't want to give too big a numbers, but we're, we're a massive production facility. So what we do is we take in raw barley from the farmers around the state, mm-hmm. and we clean it, we prepare it, and we send it into the malt house. That's currently what I'm doing. I'm working okay. on the elevator side. Um, then they steep it. They the, the barley absorbs water mm-hmm. up to a certain um, percentage, let's say like 45% um, H2O, and then it will literally, they'll transfer it into a germination vessel. It will literally start to germinate, and that's what activates, activates the the enzymes, the starches, and the sugars that the brewers or distillers need. Mm-hmm. So it literally produces a small acuspire and rootlets. That's when we stop it, transfer it into a kiln. Can you explain kind of what an acuspire and a rootlet is? Because those yeah, are so alien words. <laughs> well, it's like it's like a little baby. Yeah, sounds it's like a little like a, baby. It's like a little baby. Did you guys ever try to grow weed, you know, back in the day? And yeah. you see the, yeah, okay, so you're <laughs> saying. What do you mean back in the day? You're, <laughs> you're germinating that barley seed, and on one end, an acuspire comes out. It's literally the just, plant itself. Just a little shoot. And then on the other end is the rootlets that come out. Oh, so a little shoot comes out, then yep. the roots come out. So yep. you're making that happen after the water process where it's steeped Steeps, in water. Correct. And then don't you, like, heat it up a bit in the germ? Um, we bring it up to, we, we work off of Fahrenheit and I don't want to say Fahrenheit numbers. I'm not used to that. Okay. Um, but we, let's say around 60 to 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a ideal growing condition. Okay. Humid. Um, and that kickstarts the, the, the germ process. Interesting. Then, then we transferred into a kiln where it, we stop the germination process and start literally roasting or killing, heating, cooking the germinated barley seed. And that is where the brewers are getting 80, 90% of their sugar from. Um, so what we do is we create base malt. Um, so everybody around the state, mm-hmm. it, not everybody, I shouldn't say that, a lot of breweries around the state are getting their malt from Malt Europe. Kettle House is one of them. And this fish on, I, I don't know for sure, but let's say at least 60% of this is Malt Europe base malt. Cool. And then you add different specialty malts to it. You add wheat, you add caramel malts, you add um, not chocolate you, malts. Not you. The brewer, the sorry. Brewer, yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. And that's how you get stouts and porters and, and Oktoberfests and all the different styles of beer. Wow. Yeah. So we, we are a base malt supplier to um, most breweries around the state and lots of breweries around the world. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So you went from... Um Helping your friends push couches into breweries in Missoula (laughs) after one semester that you tried your best in college. I don't think I made it a semester. (laughs) I don't think that was a thing. It was a good time. I had a really good time in Missoula. And you had to pay for a semester. Yeah. But you didn't really, okay. But I'm I'm not in student debt. I'm I'm debt free. There you go. Yeah, it wasn't a big bill. And then. I got her taken care of like 10 years later. (laughs) And then you came to Great Falls, started working at a place with lots of good beers and then you kind of took over a little bit or started yeah, Keith helping. and I and Paul Kinney the locals down the regulars were 
we should do this, we should do that. And TC just let us run with it. That's cool. And we became, I want to say, like one of the first places in the state other than like, I mean, we were dedicated to all Montana craft beer. Yeah. And we didn't even want like Budweiser, Bud Light, Miller Light on tap. It was like, but we, we had to keep those for our regulars. Yep. And that's kind of what we were talking about last Sunday. It's like, you know, it's okay to order a Bud Light clam if you want one. Yep. Excuse me. I got, I went into Black Eagle Brewery after work and ordered a PBR and this guy just, I mean, this was <laughs> on Thursday and he was just like, what are you, why would you do that? He's mumbling underneath his breath and I heard him. Oh my and I'm like, hey man, they don't, they don't put a blue ribbon on shitty beer. You know, that's my, that's my go-to PBR saying like, oh, no, no, good. quit making fun of me. I used to do it too, mm-hmm. but you know what? I'm over it. Yeah. It, it's whatever you want to drink and you're comfortable and you think tastes good. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Yep. I'm not going to judge you anymore. I, I, I did at one point in my life, but I've moved on from that. Um, do I like craft beer better than, you know? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But every now and then, you a good Coors Light Clam is good, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Right. Heck yeah. That's kind of where we were going last Sunday, and this is what led to all this. Yes. And then you went to, um, then you became a brewer. Yeah. Had got some experience there, and you're like, okay, now, not only do I want to use this syrup stuff and barley, I want to help process it in, in huge in, in the huge massive, way massive massive batches and so next we just gotta get you a farm well, we gotta plant the wheat and barley yourself right and then you can have like a farm to farm to glass situation. or i gotta work i gotta work with hops next farm I to farm to tap my friend there you go and we'll get you some hops growing that's just like a vine right you just yeah. gotta have some but fences there's, there's, there's more to it you know that, that's what that's what you were kind of asking me too is like yeah. I'm I'm that type of, type of dude that's like super thirsty all the time. Like I have to keep learning. I have to keep advancing. I have to keep like, I don't, I'll never be stagnant in life. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always wanting that next level of experience, yep. education, whether I go to school or not. It was like, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson on uh Rogan was talking about like how schools nowadays are, you know, like, oh, school's out for the summer. Woo, fuck school. Everybody goes running, throw their books. But mm-hmm. it's like, that's kind of what's wrong with everything. Like, why, why are you ever going to stop learning in life? Like, why? Yeah. You know, like, he, and that's what he was talking about. He was just like, oh, I can't remember the exact quote, but it, it was basically where I'm going with this is like, I want to continue learning about yeah. brewing and malting and, you know, that's just kind of my passion. I, I love right. to cook too. You know, that's a big thing, but. And beer is just like soup, right? Making some soup. Just like it. I create dumplings. Mm-hmm. Lots of dumplings. <laughs> and you know, I think I saw that Neil deGrasse Tyson one and he said something really interesting about good, being a good employee that I think kind of relates. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And he was like the the best employee and the employee, employee that I am is is the type that's like, if you ask me to do something I've never done before, I get excited. You know, because I'm I'm happy to learn something. I know that I'm going to learn something, and I'm excited for the chance to that go and ex- get it. Exactly what I was talking about. And where he he says, you know, the employee that, hey, this isn't my job title. I don't. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, that's not my job. Whereas mm-hmm. the next, the, the guy who's thirsty, or the, you know, the woman or whoever, is willing to dive. Yeah, head first in and say, I'll do it. They get excited yeah. when it's not their job or within yeah. their scope. I don't get paid to do that mm-hmm. type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's how, like, I've I've always despised that kind of thinking. You know, like, at Malt Europe, I'm super eager to learn. I want to learn, learn, learn. When I was brewing, I wanted to learn, learn, learn. When I was bartending, I wanted to learn about beer. 
mm-hmm. and I read books and I listened to podcasts and I watched YouTube and I, you know, it's kind of how everybody's like, how do you know all this? Mm-hmm. I keep learning. Yeah. I just never stop learning the stuff that I want to learn. Joe, when Joe was telling me that we were going to have you on the podcast, he was trying to, he couldn't remember Malt Europe. I could not remember, remember that name. And he's like, he's like, I you know, grains and farmers and ag, <laughs> right? And he's trying to explain all this. And so like, we're on a trip to Salt Lake City to, to pick up his daughters. And, and so I'm pulling out Google Maps and I'm like looking, I'm like, I, I don't know. So I start just like naming off all the places in Great Falls that handles any kind of ag anything. Right? I was like, search, and, and search it, it wasn't coming up, wasn't coming up, wasn't coming up. And and I don't know. It was hours later you finally figured it out. I think we were actually at the hotel. We were in Salt Lake. I remember like, texting you or something. It might have been after I talked oh, it to it could have been after the whole trip. Yeah, yeah you're right. Didn't remember yeah, at all. We just couldn't at all. And so then, so I'm, I'm saying all of that to just say I've never until... Joe told me Malt Europe. I've never heard of it. Right. And so how long has it been around and where is it at in it's, Great Falls? It's 2800 Great Bear Avenue. It's north of Great Falls up on the Haver Highway heading oh, to okay. Haver. Okay. It's right behind ADF. Yep. It is a massive, massive malting facility. And that uh, hasn't been there super long. I, I believe around 17 years, 17, 18 Seriously? years. Seriously, wow. I had no idea. Because until ADF had me looking to the right as I was leaving town, right. I didn't really even notice what was over there anyway and it just seems like lately it's been kind of growing a little bit out there mm-hmm. um, yeah a lot more so industrial I, I have around. noticed something behind ADF but right. I, you know didn't know what it was okay so that's what it is that is malt Europe and we have 60 some bins um, hold millions and millions of pounds like huge containers what are they bins well, yeah bins yeah so so I pulled up the website for uh, craft beer week malt uh, Europe here, is here a in, big sponsor well, I, I haven't seen that, but I saw that we have 700,000 acres of barley planted in Montana. We're the largest state for barley in the yeah. United States. And then, so from like Haver to Great Falls, kind of to Shelby, that is called the Golden Triangle mm-hmm. of barley. Okay. Yeah. And we so are like, in Golden Triangle Company. So the, the, the malting plants just on the tip. Yes. Of, just the tip. Yeah. Yep. Just the tip. <laughs> and so they bring all their barley to the tip and we malt it and it goes to all the brewers and you germinate it. We do. We germinate it. We germinate the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Malt Europe, I did, I knew of it because I was a brewer, you know, obviously. And I got like, I got tours. I went out to barley days. So you, you guys should come to barley days. It, it, we should. It, it's awesome. We invite brewers from all and distillers because we also make distill distillers malt as well. So not just brewers, distillers. You're talking Jim Beam, Jack Daniels, big dogs. Oh, I didn't know that that's where they, okay. That's where they they get their malt from the same. Yep. Okay. It's just a different malting process. Um, So we sell to them as well. All right. Um, So we invite everybody from around the state and the nation and Mexico and wherever we ship to. Um, to come up for Barley Days at the end of July, beginning of August, and we tour and we hang out throughout the week and we go to the fields. It's a good time. I'll see if, if you guys are interested. I can see if I can get you on it. Mm-hmm. With, I'm interested. Um, with press passes or something. Yeah, yeah. well, th- th- cool. that's why I can't say much about like <laughs> specifics because I would have to get it approved through the company. But, you know, everything that we, you know, most brewers know all this stuff and what's going on and what Malt Europe does. But um, Rick, the plant manager, has been super huge on Craft Beer Week. He goes to all the meetings. We're one of the big sponsors. Um, we sponsor the golf tournament. Um, so yeah, we're we're big into the 
into the, and we want to expand more into the craft side of things. You know, we're making different molds. The Winona plant in Minnesota um, has come out with a, a caramel wheat 3L Lava Bond. I know this is kind of that's so nope, insane. That's, you just lost me. I knew <laughs> I know what caramel crystal. is. Three yeah. L level, and I know what wheat is. Right. So these are these can go into the juicy pale ales and juicy IPAs and hefeweizens. Wheats use mainly used for hefeweizens. Um, we came up with a new Munich malt recently. So our plant mainly does um, base malt too, where most of the birds are getting their sugar from. Mm-hmm. Um, we're capable of doing other things, but. We're on a pretty strict production schedule. I was going to say, you probably have so much to make. that We have a very strict production schedule that we stick to. And it Mm -hmm. is plant known, which batch is, what the batch is, what the varieties. So that's kind of another thing we were talking about at the back. Um, All these farmers are bringing me different varieties. And I'm currently working in the elevator, um, unloading these trucks from the farmers around the state, up into Canada a little bit. Um, and we, we have multiple varieties out there. We have, you know, Metcalf's a big variety. Mm. Um, let's see, Mayflower is one of ours. Um, Genie, uh, there's Hockett, Synergy. Like, there's all these different varieties of barley, and they all kind of have different, um, you know, this Synergy will malt better this way, and Metcalf's kind of the workhouse, and we'll... we'll we'll take all these varieties, malt them individually, and then we blend them and ship them to other customers. So the customer can um, request a specific blend? Yes. They can tell us what their protein levels they want to be, what extract they want, um, all like what sizes. I mean, we can get, be that specific how plump the barley is. They, they can give us what they want and we will meet their needs. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. What other sort of things um, are you doing more? I mean, are you doing more than just uh, things for beer, like cereal and all? all yes. It's just everything that barley would go into. Yes. Um, we have food customers as well. Hmm. So I, I'm not quite sure where the food, I, I know dog food is one of them, um, but your malted milk balls comes oh. from malted barley. What? Yeah, Kit Kats, wafers. Can't stand malted milk balls. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty okay. Every now and again, you got to eat a malted milk ball so that the other t- candy tastes good again. Yeah, it's a, it's a pellet cleanser. Uh, I think it's it a pellet cleanser. Still yeah. good. <laughs> or it's like what you got left, you know? Yeah, like those I'm, not are a, I'm not a big fan of Whoppers, but if it was the last candy on earth, I'd be pretty happy. But a Kit Kat, on the other hand, I mean, have too. they been kicking butt with like the mint flavors and the raspberries and Their stuff like that? Their green tea one. Have you had the what? Kit Kat what? green tea? No. Oh, yeah, from uh, other countries. Yeah, yeah it's like green either tea. China or Japan, somewhere yeah. somewhere over there. Get you green tea one is amazing. Green tea or red bean. Yeah. So I'm... I'm, I'm going to make myself, I'm going to make myself look like an idiot, but it's okay. Um, Hey, we both do it then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So when I thought of barley, I thought of, uh, I don't, I don't know what I was thinking of now because, uh, there's some logos you see that look like a Brussels sprout almost, right? Something, something almost like a Brussels sprout that Mm -hmm. goes into beer. That'd be a hop. A hop. Yes. Okay. So that's when this whole time I've been thinking that's a barley. Mm. And so I literally, <laughs> I literally Googled, what does bar look like? Yeah. Barley is, barley it looks like is wheat. a cereal it like, grain. Yes, yeah. Correct. It, it just looks like wheat. Yep. And so. The average person can't tell the difference between barley and wheat. Oh, I, I can't. I'm looking yep. and I'm like, when people say that they're growing wheat or if they're growing barley, I wouldn't, I, I yep. wouldn't be able to tell the difference. <clears throat> Barley is a crazy, crazy plant. I mean, it is almost like, do you ever thought like 
you know, certain like weed, marijuana, for example, is like terrestrial. Mm. You know, it's like barley's kind of like that. It's a huge workhouse plant. Like it has natural enzymes on the outside of it. It's one of the only plants that, I mean, yeast and barley have to go together. So that's why the distillers use our malted barley or others because corn itself will not ferment. Rice itself will not ferment. You have to have an enzymatic reaction. It's called diastatic power. And that is what creates fermentation. The enzymes off the natural barley and the yeast is what consumes the sugar to make alcohol. Without barley or an enzyme, it will not ferment. Okay, and so so you're adding... Rice. There's like rice beer. Sure. Right? There's, yep. um, it's called wheat, an adjunct. All, all yep. of that. You're you adding all sugar. Of that, and all of that is just flavor? Like it's an that's- adjunct or sugar. Like you can use high fructose corn syrup to brew beer technically. I'm not going to say who does that, but. Can you define adjunct? Is it. Uh- It'd be an addition to malted barley. Oh, okay. So it's malted an, wheat. Just an addition. Uh, yeah, it's like added- 2% of the total grist or grain bill of the beer, let's say, because each beer has a recipe. So an adjunct would be like, you know, a 5% of that total recipe. Kind of like, you know, paprika in a recipe. So if I like put that. some nutmeg in my recipe, that sure, would be, be an adjunct. Kind of an adjunct, yeah, okay. because the chicken is the the base. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So every beer has to have barley. Or there is fake enzymes. Like, actually, your spit will create fermentation because we have enzymes in our saliva. So either beer is made out of barley or spit. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> That's okay. the only two. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. And so every beer has to have barley, but then when it goes from there, that's where all the breweries, brewers are, are taking their master brewer skills. Correct. And, and making their own recipes. Re- whatever recipes yep. they want from that. But the, the base of it kind of has to be barley or whatever the other enzymatic sure. element. You, okay. you can, I mean, there are other ways. There's um, there's different, like Amla 300 is a derivative of black mold and that will boost your enzymatic reaction. That's an enzyme in itself. So you mm-hmm. can have like really, really dry beers. Like a, like the dry, you know how like if you have like a porter or stout and it's really sweet and almost cloying, like mm. you get like sweetness syrupy when you're drinking it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a, a dry beer is complete opposite. It's really crisp, clean, attenuated. It's, it's you know, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to have another drink. Not know? like a lingering aftertaste. Cloying would be the correct term, yeah. I've never heard that term before. Yeah, it's like syrup almost is how I, I think of it. But. Cloying? Cloying. <laughs> Chloeine. Uh, Google it. I don't. I'm not I don't even know how to spell that. C-L-O. I can't picture it. Chloeine. Chloeine. I, I could be saying I'm from North Dakota, so I have a weird accent. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. You know we <laughs> all do. Excessively sweet, rich, or yeah. sentimental, especially to a disgusting or sickening degree. Oh. Okay. Clo- but yeah. that's C L O Y I N. Yeah, you don't Cloying. want a cloying sweetness. You want you want that dryness, that third, that like mm, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's like dry, like good. I'm gonna have another one. Yeah, type okay. Of thing. Cloying may describe a food that actually tastes sicking, sickeningly sweet. sweet. Okay. You okay. know when I use the that's word the dry, kind of, that's the kind of beer I like. 
is the cloying beer. You you do like big sugaring beers? Like, do you like what is your typical beer? I usually walk into a a bar and say, "Do you have any sours?" Oh, that, nice. That's, okay. that's where I go. Cool. Is like, cool. I yeah. want a sour. The sweetest sour, and not a sour sour one for him. He would like if they have a lemon yeah. meringue. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, Joe. Joe is like a sour sour. I could go either way. You know, I, I like them both depending Dude, on if the I'd day. That, I'd have brought some sours down. Shoot, I mean, we're we're here all the time. I mean, so there's, <laughs> we'll do this again. Then. So so there's a brewery uh, in Bozeman, Mountains Walking. Mountains Walking's killing it. Probably the best in the state. I wish they would use Malt Europe's product, but uh, they're we could, awesome. We could Dude, we could probably I, talk to. Shannon, <laughs> yeah, we have we have an inside track. Nice, yeah, man. They are killing it. Dude. We their beers agree. are delicious. Dude, their beers are amazing. Have you had the new? I'm gonna probably mispronounce this. I've been corrected three hundred times. Hakadu. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. that's a spinoff of that brewery, right? We've had yeah, that yeah. beer, and that yeah. is good because I, I love. It's like a, it's the type of beer you want to drink in a sushi restaurant, right? Or on a hot day, I don't like the yeah. Japanese rice lagers. That's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. that's that rice is an adjunct to. They're using barley still, but that's an adjunct. Like Bud for, Light is it for adjunct. flavoring? It's it's almost like cheap sugar in a okay, way. Like okay. look at it. Like you can use like maize, like corn, cheap sugar. You literally okay. just pour high fructose corn syrup in with barley, and so the sugar's needed. That's like, what we're all like, after. Yeah. Yeast needs sugar. To, okay. It eats the sugar, sugar which produces alcohol and carbon dioxide. So it's the yeast poop that we want. Yes. Yes. It eats the sugar. Yes. Poops out beer. It will yes. farts. We love it. <laughs> okay. The beer okay. Tri- this is make so if we can just get all of this into a coloring book, like this would all make sense. <laughs> we're to basic, me. Like we're basically drinking fart soup. Yes. Yes, yeast good. Fart. Really mm-hmm. good yeast fart soup. Though. Really, really good. We're talking about <laughs> yeast, and I'm going to forget if we don't bring it up right now, because when we went down to Salt Lake City, yes. again, we went to uh, two different bars uh, downtown. First of all, shout out to a bar we didn't go to called the Tavern Tabernacle. The Tabernacle. Tabernacle. Ugh. Tabernacle. Because like... Oh, yeah, totally. <sighs> Just walking distance from the Mormon Tabernacle. Is it all blinged out in gold and diamonds, uh, too? We didn't, we didn't go. Oh, we should have gone. We should have gone. It was like an extra block. We should have gone. We went to like Down Under, and then That's I can't awesome. remember the other... The other Big uh, shout out to the Tabernacle. Yeah. The, yeah. So shout out to them. But the first the first one we went to... Did we go to the Beer Hive? Beer Hive. That's where Thank we went. you. Okay. Thank you. The Beer Hive. Also a great name. Great, great, great yeah, bar too. Super great name. And uh, the guy that came and talked to us was like so excited about beer. Yeah. He, he I don't almost remember. more than you're excited. Like he was excited about beer and they had I've calmed down a lot. <laughs> they had like a full menu, like three, four pages of all the beer that they had in this bar. Yep. And uh, the the sour section was probably thirty beers that nice. they had there. It was nuts. And they're like, oh, we have these five on tap. So these are and kettle the sours and this is yep. Brennamias. Yes. Yes. He started aged. going all of this yeah. and talking to us like we knew Weird. and I'm just like, I know okay. I like sours. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And so Sounds he good. mentioned the Pennsylvania something yeast. From the, they got it from a, um, a tree in a cemetery. Is that, is that ringing you, a bell? Have you heard of this? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm kind of out of the brewing loop a little. I'm okay. focusing on the other side yeah, of my craft. Yeah. But yeast is all around us. 
it is literally oh it's in the air yeah yeah it, it's all around us so there's really good yeast and really bad yeast so this one was like good for making sours you, yeah you, you never like know sour, what you're sours. gonna get so there's lactobacillus pediococcus um, <laughs> bretomyces these are all different yeast strains i mean certain cheeses are made with these yeast strains and i mean it, like it's the lactobacillus saphidophilus Correct. Thank you. I don't know. It's the only word that I know. Well, is that? Thanks, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Now that, no. we've said, now that we've said too many of them, what was the second one you said? Dang it. I don't know. Bretomyces. There's nope. lactobacillus, pediococcus. Yeah, pediococcus. <laughs> so that's the one. And I'm, I could be saying these wrong, for God's sake. Someone's going to be like, geez, TJ, you didn't pronounce that correctly. No one's going to say anything. Okay. I mean, they might say something to me, but and I won't tell you. scraped <laughs> off the... Bark of a dogwood tree in Philly. That's right. Cemetery. Yes. In a cemetery. Above Joe Schmo. <laughs> right. It's Dude, like that's epic. And, Dude, and, it's so epic. And hey, when I die, good. plant a tree above me and then like send whoever generation mm-hmm. and get the yeast from my tree. Scrape, <laughs> scrape that yeast and, and, and make some TJ beer. Yes. Yeah, because then, then he- I will live forever. So here's here's the sad part of the story is like he told us about this yeast. He? he told us about the yeast. He told us about this beer that he's like, it's too sour. Like it's so sour. You're going to get it and you're going to be like, oh. that's so sour. So he brings me mine, which wasn't that. And then he comes back and he's like, I'm sorry. Like we don't have this beer I told you about, but here's like what? the second. Yeah. yeah, they were sold out. Yeah, they were sold out. They like sold it out a couple days before. And, and so then he gets a different beer and it wasn't. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like so sour that you couldn't right. take another drink. It had the yeast in it, but it was like a watermelon. And it was like, okay. I was thinking, oh, it's going to be watermelon. So sweet. and nice. But it was like super sour. Well, that that's the whole point. So Dry. most sour beers don't have a lot of hop additions because the whole point of a hop addition in beer is to balance out the sweetness of the wort. Okay. Like if you just drink wort as a brewer's boiling it, it is super sweet. It's like sugar I mean, you can feel it going through your body when you drink it. That's how sugary it is. Okay. And so we used to, like, back in the homebrew days, and I never did this at Black Eagle, maybe once or twice. <laughs> we'd get a little hot wort in the morning when you're a little hungover or something, mm-hmm. and you put a little JMO in there, and you'd have yourself a little hot wort JMO. Get the what? day. It helps the day go by a little better when you're. <laughs> it's a little brewer's trick. Hot wort JMO. Yeah, hot wort JMO. <laughs> That's exactly what I want for my birthday. <laughs> I can get it done. Anyone's listening for this? <laughs> I don't know. I just. I can. I Casey can down almost, at the Mighty Mo could probably make it happen. I can almost taste it. It's like super sweet. And so you with, with the barley um, and the different specialty malts of caramel and chocolate flavors. Mm-hmm. It, that, that's what you're, I mean, it's sweet balance, but going back to, we need hops in order to balance out that sweetness. Mm-hmm. If, it, if it's too cloying, you're not going to, brewers want you to drink a lot of their beer. Right. That's the whole right. goal here. Yeah, so that's yeah. how I'm going with the sour thing. Like you don't need necessarily a bunch of hops because you're balancing out that sweetness with sour, sweet and sour balance out right and yeah it's it's by far my favorite oh nice of anything is it's probably my just about least any. i don't dig yeah. it i do like bretomyces like almost like the barrel age sours okay mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. like the lactose sours which is a lot of kettle souring mm-hmm. you basically just pour yogurt into into wort and the the bacteria from the yogurt the lacto lactobacillus is, is what is souring they put like a co2 blanket over it and like leave it sit overnight 
and then put it in their fermenters and ferment it. So that is how a kettle sour works. And so you do the, the lemon meringue and the, the watermelon. That's a kettle sour, typically, not always. Just the way you said CO2 blanket, I yeah. kind of want a CO2 blanket. I, I want someone. <laughs> no, to, you don't, dude. You won't wake up. <laughs> I, want, I want someone to pour yogurt all over me and give me a CO2 blanket. No, dude, you don't. <laughs> unless, I mean, unless you're, you know. It's better than like leaving your car running, I guess. Oh, I got garage. you. Yeah. So okay. I might like. Yeah. I, I, well, no, I don't want to kill myself. Well, it's just I, the yeah. way you said it. It's just the way you said it. It <laughs> was like ah, oh, like you're tucking it into bed. I want. Well, you are. You're tucking because you don't want any other wild yeast to touch that wart. I don't want yeast. You're touching like protecting me? it. <laughs> no, yeah. You, so you, you're protecting your lacto a wart. From any predators, basically. Okay. This, this so, is the most fun conversation. Yeah. Just so you know, like, <laughs> it's so hard like, to like keep up with I'm all the words. I'm trying, I'm trying to stay with all of it. I'm but, trying to stay with all of it. And when, when this started, I didn't even know what a barley looked like, and so <laughs> to know what a lacto wart wrapped in a CO2 blanket is, it's fun because it feels like we're almost playing like Dungeons and Dragons. Oh and my we, gosh, we yeah. we like made our really own characters. Does it, do I sound that geeky? Like to me, it doesn't. Yes, I just have to tell you, to me, yeah, who doesn't, like, I'm just like, do you have a sour? And they're like, yeah, lemon meringue. I'm like, sure, that, it doesn't matter what you call it. Just bring me that because I know you only have one. Right. And so just bring me that. Uh, you don't want it. Do you, do you, are you like, when you go to those places, are you interested in how, like, or do you typically, for the most part, unless somebody tells you, you're just like, man, this is a good sour. And you just right, move on with right. your day, right? No, until you just said, like, I have no idea how they made it a sour. Right. And and, and why it got that way and what's mm-hmm. different about it. I had no idea. I just know I like the taste of this. That's the one I want. And then next would probably be some sort of like a Pilsner, uh, you know, lighter, lighter type beers. Gotcha. Um, what's the one that uh, Matias makes fun of me for? Oh, uh, those soup, those raspberry beers. Uh, oh, Lambic. Rat, Rattler. Oh, Rattler. Oh, Rattlers, yeah. Which, which is in, in Germany is like literally what they, because there's no drinking age, is what they give children. Right, like, right This is right, a kid's Rattler. beer. <laughs> Dude, Keller Guys, I love going there, man. They have killer beer. That That's awesome that that's happening. And they appreciate beer too. So as a yes. person that is a beer enthusiast. I've known him since the Steinhaus and he used to come in and I used to always give him shit about like tipping. He's like, well, we don't tip in Germany or whatever. That's true. And maybe I like put, put in words in his mouth, but I remember the first time he like waited on me at the Keller Guys and I was like, Remember that old tipping thing? Remember that? Remember that? Like, well, this is different. I don't remember what he said. I might be making some of this up, but it was like, I love what they're, because this is where it all comes back to is like passionate about shit, you know, like Mm -hmm. they're passionate. I'm passionate. You're, I'm sure you're passionate about music. You're passionate about, this is my first time meeting you, but when people have passion, this is where it, you know, that whole like, well, it's not my job, man. Like well, that's yeah. the whole attitude of like right. we can meet like-minded people that are like those type of employees like instead of because it is hard when you're trying to describe something like this to a, a person that's like well I don't I don't like learning new things like they they don't care what you're talking about but us like we have no idea what you're talking about but we're interested right so it's different like we're passionate about our stuff and we get so nerdy and geeky and you know all the jargon with our stuff and then to like and so that's why we can relate you know right, what I mean? right. and we're just yeah so we're, we're just wading through the jargon and trying to find out like wait so you're pouring yogurt into sugar water <laughs> okay now i get it now i get it continue please <laughs> yep, yep. yeah see i don't i i guess i don't 
I, I have people have been like, what are you talking about? You yeah, know, and yeah. I, the, the Heisers were, you know, they own a brewery and I would go through these terms with them and they were just like, nope. All right, dude, <laughs> you need to like slow down. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so Malt Europe on their website, you can look at products. Mm-hmm. Craft Blend, Pale Ale, Pilsen, Specialty Malts, Amber, Black Malt, Caramel Malt 120, Caramel Malt 140, Caramel Malt 200, Caramel Malt 70, Chocolate Malt, Kilned C60, mm-hmm. Munich. Which would be more of a crystal, yeah. <laughs> Roasted Barley, Steamed C3, 5, Steamed C40, Vienna, Wheat, Distiller's Malt. Like, look, this is all just American whiskey, pot still. And then they have food applications. Listed, liquid diastic, dias, diastatic That's malt the DP, extract. diastatic power. That's the enzymatic reaction. Liquid non-diastatic malt extracts, powder diastatic malt extracts, and powder non-diastatic malt extracts. This is all just coming from right here in Great Falls. No, no, no. I mean, this is well, coming from... Malt the, Europe, malt Europe, yes. malt Europe. Yeah. And so, so you, as far as in Great Falls, these... Out of the recipes, you know, base malts and stuff like that. Are you guys just sticking with base malts? Craft blend, Pilsen, um, base malt, that would be from us. Okay. And it could be from Winona, too. And there's a a malting facility in Canada. We have Australia. We have one in Ukraine. We have, I mean, they're all over the world. It's a massive, massive company. Yeah, there's a map here I was trying to pull up. But it's not. They're into malting things. I know that much. Yeah, it's in the name. Wheat, <clears throat> rye, and sorghum. Um, I'm not sure. New Zealand. Um, You're in New Zealand, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Fifely owns Farm Power Malt. He's done like Durham. Um, basically like any cereal grain oh. with starches you can kind of malt. Mm-hmm. Um, he's big into craft beer week and stuff like that too but yeah there's a whole bunch of events coming up too like this week's gonna be be pretty awesome for craft so, beer lovers let's, let's hear about it what do we got going on yeah. well today kicked off um the olympics at empty pines sorry. today is sunday yep sorry <laughs> so this well joe let's just talk about it right now buddy we've got two after we get done recording this one we've got two podcasts that need to come out next week this one should probably come out earlier let's just put just it out. because Tuesday or something. Is that enough time? Oh, yeah. That's, well, it depends on you, actually. What do I got to do? What's the thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday's okay. fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so this will come out Tuesday. Perfect. There we go. Now now, now you're in the know. So if you're listening to on Tuesday, you are well within the beer week. You've already missed the Sunday, Monday stuff, but tell them what they missed. So, yeah, they'll miss, um, <laughs> which I missed as well, the uh, obstacle course um, at Empty Pints today where you're, you know, rolling kegs and, oh, cool. you know, trying not to spill beer and all the other fun stuff. And then tomorrow, Monday, um, is Mr. Sister's Trivia Night at End Bar. And that is actually like blown up, taken off. The place is packed. They mm-hmm. do an awesome time down there. It's super oh, yeah. fun. Um, so that is Monday. And then Tuesday, and I don't know if you're on their website. Maybe you can help me with all the scheduling. But um, And like Kelly Pierce and Melissa Darko and Seth Swingley, um, Tom Jacobson, Rick Slotness from Malt Europe, all these people. Um, and this is what I was, we were talking about when we were gone as well. We were trying not to talk. But it all kind of started with like Seth, Mighty Mo guys, me, and Seth's like, dude, we we need to do a craft beer week. 
yeah, I, I don't really want to do it all. Yeah, I don't want to do I'm like, everything. yeah, I don't want to do that either. Mm-hmm. And then Melissa Darko and Tom Jacobson from RDI were mm-hmm. doing a brew fest and we kind of like got Melissa involved and Tom, and then he, she got Kelly Pierce involved, the downtown association, and she's been awesome. Yeah. I mean, obviously downtown Great Falls is much better than when I moved to Great Falls. Yeah. Back in the Steinhouse days of where we were like, can we put this on? Can we put this on tap? I mean, <clears throat> downtown is awesome. Yeah, she's doing a good job. Yeah, I, everybody's, I mean, with all the business owners and Mighty yeah. Mo and Block and Enbar, it's mm-hmm. cool, dude. Um, now that we got the wild hair coming in and mm-hmm. um, Magpie, That's Andrew right. and Lila and those guys making good infused cocktails. But Tuesday, I think there's like dinner pairings. Um, so the problem is, is I'm not, it's really hard. I'm on their Instagram and on the website. There is not a calendar of events. Okay. Oh yeah. Where would we go for downtown? It would be the downtown association. Or something? I could look it up too. I'm yeah. not sure. So the only thing I can guarantee is or the individual like restaurants and stuff like that. June 10th. It doesn't even say what day of the week that is, but June 10th is the shotgun start Hickory swing golf course. Um, scramble. Yeah, so that's a big tournament, golf tournament um, that we've started. Um, that's a super fun thing. There's a massive waiting list now, I guess, for it. So that's on Friday. So basically throughout the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, you're going to have um, beer and food pairings at restaurants. Um, I believe Thursday, there's some Birkins going on at the Dew Bar. I want to say Mighty Mo and Kettle House and Jeremiah Johnson are all going to be there. And that was then, a good uh, check out this picture of me. Oh, that's I thought that was you when I saw it on the website. Yeah, <laughs> you're on their website. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, bro. I was just looking through the website. I was like, hey, who's that <laughs> handsome looking fella? Montana Brewer in front of the Montana Brewer of the Year thing. That's, that's right. the trophy. It looks like I won Mount Montana Brewer of the Year, which I'm going to start that rumor right now. Okay. So I totally did. Congratulations, Joe. Thank Joe. you. What it, is a lager again? It's a yellow be- beer. Oh, okay. It's fart juice okay. is what it is. How is that? <laughs> what What do you ferment your lagers at typically? Um, I ferment well, them. Well, he works in Fahrenheit. Between, yes. Yeah, so That's okay. I know yeah. both. Between okay. 60 and 70, usually. That's so. a good lager temp. Yeah, I know. I know. That's when you're, <laughs> that's when you're doing your di- um, diacetyl rest, correct? No. 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 No, no, no. not at all. No. Oh. Not at all. A lot, a lot, many people would think that I would, but no. No. Yeah, and, and so don't ask him about that again, because that's the one secret part of his oh, recipe. He tells that's me no secret. one. Okay, okay. Yeah, instead okay. of doing that, I just rub gummy bears on into the- Dry ice. Ma- mashing wart stuff. Gummy bears, dry ice, smashing wart. <clears throat> Dude, you might have just created something. <laughs> Somebody out there is going to try this. Oh, Someone's going to be like, how, what? That's how he won. How did he steal this from me? My genius recipe. Like, nah. I wonder if he did a CO2 blanket. Of course I did. If you're wondering whether or not I use lactobacillus aphidophili and used a CO2 blanket, my friend, you are barking up the right tree full of yeast located in a cemetery <clears throat> in Philadelphia. But yeah, so I think Firkins at the Dew Bar on Thursday. Ooh, That'll be fun. There's a Firkin at the Dew Bar? Multiple Firkins at the Dew Bar. So a Firkin is a very small keg 
A wooden keg of beer, specialty beer. Is this it, correct? It doesn't necessarily have to be wooden. It could be stainless steel. It could be whatever. It's. I'm like not a, going if it's not wooden. <laughs> Byron, those dudes. Remember, have you have yes. you guys ever been to the Firkins at the Steinhaus when Jurgen would show up in Lederhosen and a hammer I, and I, start talking his German? You think I'm a freaking beer geek, dude? Sit down with Jurgen. I remember that guy. He'll talk about his pumps underneath his brew house for two hours and how he can reverse directions and do triple decoctions. And you're like, dude, what did he just say? I mean, that that there's other levels to like. I'm at the bottom of this, man. Like, there are serious. I've spoken with him two or three times. Yeah, Jurgen's awesome. I remember zero percent. Because he had a firkin full of face plant, right. and I had more than two beers of it, we and did like I face planted. Triple firkin at the Steinhaus one night, and people were literally crawling out the doors. I'm like, never again. It's just so good, dude. Well, face plant is a decoction where they take the mash and boil that cereal and all, barley and all, and they it almost reduces the size of the sugar molecules, which ferment faster, which absorb in like it's smaller sugar, so there's like beta and glue, um, beta and alpha amylase. These are yeah. sugar trains okay. chains. And they like, we're not sure about the scientific evidence of this, but face plant, hence face plant is a decoction beer. And it is said that it absorbs faster into your body, a decoction beer. Um, I, I will just confirm that. Okay. For science Good. in the, in the interest of science everywhere. We know that for sure. Though. I'll confirm it. Yep. Okay. Because I have face planted before and it is. Whew. I was playing a show uh, when they were doing that. It was at Burton Ernie's when Burton Ernie's was still open yeah, before yeah. it was the Kellergeist. And I remember I had one beer. It was okay. I had two beers. I was like, no problem. I had three beers. I don't remember anything else. I was like, I should probably should not have been on the, mi- I'm on the microphone. If you were there that night, I'm sorry. Oh, actually. Uh, James told me, uh, one of the guys from Gusto, yeah, yeah. he was like, uh, you know, I didn't know that you knew so much uh, gangster rap with your acoustic solo show. <laughs> and I was like, oh, face plant. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got it. Okay. So Saturday, June 12th is the actual brew fest. Yeah, the big brew fest. This is one yeah. of the biggest brew fests in the state. Where's that at? Just awesome. downtown? The yeah, dude, they're taking over Central. block of Central Avenue. Yeah, okay. so you guys got to be there on Saturday. That's going to be an awesome event. Shnikes, okay. I don't have a time. Friday, June 11th is a new owner party at Vintage Cellars. Yeah, so that's after the golf tournament. Um, everybody's going to Vintage Cellars parking lot. And they have an awesome beer selection, obviously. Mm. Yes, they do. June 10th. So you you mentioned the golf that's on uh, June 11th, June yep. 10th, Thursday, June 10th is Craft Beer Olympics and live music at Empty Pints. Um, I thought that was today. So what I found out, hold on, let me let me I'll, I'll come back to that Sunday. Uh, trolley mm-hmm. Brewing Tour. Ooh. That's also the 10th, and then the 9th is Firkin Tappings at the Dew Bar, and that's like Kettle House, Mighty Mo, Jeremiah. Am I missing anybody? I don't have that yeah, in that, front of me here. Okay. I, I know those, I want to say those three for sure. It says, the, yeah, it says the Dubar. That's going to be an awesome event too. And Firkins, like we were talking, we kind of spun off that, but small single batch type of specialty releases that you can only get. Um, I, I'd be, I, I, I would hope that Byron's going to do a big, big wooden, but I'm not sure. The stuff at uh, June 8th at Bar is all sold out. So you can't go. There's a cider pairing and a, a beer pairing 
at Embar. That's all sold out. Oh, nice. And so, so what happened today? What I just saw, and this is all through Facebook. Yeah. Um, it, it said that the the Olympics got canceled today because not enough people had signed up. Oh. But they still had like a kickoff thing. Okay. And so, yeah, craft beer Olympics on Sunday has been canceled. Not enough beer lovers want to compete. However, we are still going to have a kickoff party at Empty Pints from two to six. So that's what we missed today. Gotcha. So there you go. That took me a while, but that's everything that's going on. Thanks for looking that up. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Jamie. Yeah, man. And it, the thing is, is like, it's not all in one place. No, this so is thing, all over town. Well, the information isn't oh, sorry. all in one place. Sorry. Yeah, the information isn't all in one place. And so it's really hard to find because you go to like the, the I'm, I'm complaining right now. Okay. If you guys need help with the, the social media for Great Falls Craft Beer Week, let me know because I think Kelly would appreciate <laughs> yeah. the help. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I'd love to help you out because I just, I, I can't see it here. But luckily, Facebook was smarter. And it said, anything that says Craft Beer Week for events, I'm going to put all those in one place. Uh, and so I could click on that, and that's how I got everything. But I know they are looking for a bunch of volunteers. There's um, volunteers for pouring at the Brewfest. You can go, like, first shift, second shift. You get in for free. Um, I know there's volunteers needed for the golf scramble on Friday. Mm. So yeah, volunteers. I might, be, I might be open on Friday if you want to do some volunteering there, Brian. I'll be I, out know, of town I know Saturday. Saturday I'm not... I've got a, uh, my daughter graduated this year and it's her graduation party. Oh yeah, that's a Saturday. Can't miss that. I'll be in Sydney doing a, doing a, a music show with uh, Metal Steel. Oh, nice. I'm looking forward to, I'm not Metal, looking forward to the drive, but. Metal, no, that's, that, I mean, it is, it's beautiful country. Uh, <laughs> some of it is, I agree. <laughs> Beauty is in the eye of the beer holder. Well, I mean, yes. if you're growing barley, I guess it's beautiful country. No, I don't even think barley will out there. Oh, you're right, because it's Eastern Montana. It, it's it I'm sure you've already Googled like that drive, right? Yeah, you take a highway, highway I've, 200. I've, I've done it a few times. It's I know what I know it's what I'm in for. Almost as long as our drive to Salt Lake City. It's six hours, and Salt Lake City was eight. I know, isn't that crazy? I feel like I'm just going for the party because I'm just like opening. What like, is Metal Steel? What? Oh my gosh, they're like um, so they're a tribute band uh, that they they so they get in full costume. Uh, Michael Gunner, um, Steve Keller, um, and they're going to do an 80s hairband stuff. I mean, not 80s hairband, just 80s rock. Nice. You know what I mean? Just like all that cool stuff with the solos and the big hair and the um, neon colored nice. tight pants and right. all that stuff. And, yep, yep, yep. And uh, I don't remember all the rest of the um, band's names, but uh, I will... I'll fix that once I go out. I'll make sure to memorize. Do they do names. that in Great Falls? They do, uh, but they only do it every now and again nice. because they, it's a, it's a. When you go to a metal steel show, you're like, "What? This is in Great Falls? It's huge! It's like really? they're, they're an arena rock band that plays bars. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. good, man. And they're not trying to do it to like make money. They all just want to do it to just have fun. Right. So they're they just, just like they kind of pick where they want to go. We had Steve Keller on. That's the only reason I know. Oh, okay, um, we mm-hmm. had him on the podcast. Man, like 10 episodes ago or something, mm-hmm. um, right when he got back into town. Nice. Yeah. And yeah, he's just like, oh no, it's just something we do for fun and it's, yeah, people love it. Yeah, he's, uh, Steve Keller not working. Uh, he's always not doing the Steve Keller band anymore. He's not doing a lot of music around town. So he's pretty much the reason why I'm so successful and getting all these gigs because Steve Keller's not out there <laughs> gobbling them all up because right. he's awesome and <laughs> I know where I'm at, man. <laughs> oh, that was awesome running to you last week. It was like, what's up, Joe? Yeah, man. It's just been a started while. talking beer and talking about 
know, shooting the shit. And I, about I, cars and dreaming about women. I should probably yeah, make the connection. Sure. I used to work at Steinhouse. So I was a bar, I was the daytime bartender at the Steinhouse for a while. Yeah. And that's the connection. That's the connection. Yep. Okay. Well, and I've like, I saw, I knew, you know, everybody knows Joe Ryan and that the, the open mic at the machinery row was one of the first times I, I'd ever known of you is like, dude, yeah. this is a, cause Lisa and Stacy, um, you know, all those girls used to work down at Mich- at the breaks basically. Oh yeah. Some of them worked down the machine. I'm, I worked at machinery row for a little bit. Um, and I just remember the open mic nights were freaking awesome. Yeah, man, that was a good. Those we, are we, good times. Andrew and Lila, we need to bring that back. Yes, a shout out right now for Joe. <laughs> I'm going over there right after we. I'll, I'll go done with talking. You. Yeah, we should all go over and just grab a yeah super good infused cocktail from those fine people, and then I'll I'll uh, I, I want a yogurt that has been tucked. In I bed. can find one. Is for you. Too bad. <laughs> Next time you like. drink a sour. <laughs> You're going to start thinking about this and you're going to go, what? This is really yogurt. It's too bad. <laughs> well, you know, you're you- going to start tasting that. Well, and when, when, when we were at uh, mountains walking, we were actually in Bose when we went to the brewery mm-hmm. and you read some of like, I don't know if they put, they put like tasting notes or something right? right, like on there. And a lot of them do have like lactose, some sort of lactose. Oh, they'll tell you. Well, yeah. no, like, lactose like, is different. Like lactose is sugar from milk. So like a uh, okay, so for example, so like, a milkshake but, IPA right. will have lactose, or a mocha porter would have lactose, or a uh, milk stout will have lactose added to it. That's different than lactobacillus or a lacto beer. But yogurt, yogurt's dairy, right? <laughs> but so, lactose so sugar is completely different than what we're talking about. <laughs> I feel, like my I, brain. I feel like I need to, I feel like I need to take like another intro to science class. You Dude. Know? Ever felt like that? You this was the like thing. Little... I've said this before. Like I wish like I had Neil deGrasse Tyson as a teacher to have been like, TJ, yeah. hey, pay attention in biology because someday you're going to brew beer. Yeah. I just fucked off. And right. I was like, I don't right. give a shit about lac. What does lactobacillus mean? Who cares? Right. Pediococcus. What are these guys even talking about? I didn't give two shits. Word. Right. It is a funny word. It's a funny word. Right. And, and now, now it's like everything. I'm like, why didn't I pay more attention? <laughs> it's so interesting now. Yeah. Because now we have, I mean, now we know it can make beer. But I can still <laughs> learn, right? Mm-hmm. Learning's not over. That's true. You can decide who you want to be every day. Right. And I want to be a learner. I want to be someone that just like knows about the beer. And you know, I think what started me on the beer thing about learning about all this, well, I'm, I'm in Montana. How do you, I mean, you'd have to like just not pay attention to what everyone in the whole state was talking about to right. like stay away from the beer conversation. But I, I'm a Bud Light drinker, long time Bud Light drinker, Guinness drinker. And then people were like, well, what about this brewing thing that we're doing? And I'm like, wait a minute. So you're saying you're doing a small business. I like that. I love small business, local small business. Right. Give me all that. And then I found out <gasps> that um, if you pay attention to local small businesses, then you can have better beer than anyone else can have because they're not from your local area. You it's, know, it's fresh. It's fresh. Exactly. It's your neighborhood brewery. That's right. You and know, you can your talk neighborhood to, tavern. And then you can maybe talk to the brewer and be like, "Hey, man." I was wondering if you could do one of those lactose bacillus <laughs> kettle brewed sours. And they're like, maybe Brian, thanks for it. Maybe coming next Tuesday. And then the little raspberry rattlers just waiting there for you. Not that that's ever happened. I'm just 
You mix so many bad things together there that wouldn't make what you made. Like he's just holding back. He's I like, don't tell. Listen, okay, I'm trying. You're I'm like, I'm like hey, a man, little I'm kid, a, like a little a kid of, trying to play the piano. You know? <laughs> heard a lot of different beers. And there's some crazy ones. Like, like, dude, you know what you should make, man? Oh yeah, you should make a triple IPA stout porter. Uh, I don't think that actually happened. Do you want to feed that to a human? I mean, people <laughs> literally, and people do this in breweries. This happens. You know what you should do, bro. You know what you should do? And you're like, what, man? You haven't looked at a $2 bill <laughs> on weed. You ever? Did you ever try to brew some beer on some weed, man? It's going to come out different. Well, yeah, it was, it was interesting. As a brewer hanging out in the tap room. I used to be that one of those guys, though, so I couldn't ever, you know, I I, I always, oh, yeah, for sure, man. Good idea. Because <laughs> you I'd were that guy. I back, yeah. and I was like, what? What did he even say? What a weirdo. But you who knows even... what the next thing's going to blow up? I mean, like, dude, the whole thing, um, you know, we, we've bred these barley varieties to keep low protein and clear. That, that helps clear the beer up. Um, and now we're all drinking hazy IPAs and they're cloudy as shit and no one gives, no one cares. Right. No one's filtering anything. And so you talk like to a master maltster or somebody who's breeding these varieties and you ask them about, you know, and it, so who knows what the next big thing is going to be? We, we, we can't predict it. I mean, I've heard of like jelly stouts where it's like a raspberry, stout you know and they call it like a jelly stout or um cold ipas are a thing right now i'm a little out of touch on the beer game because mm -hmm. i've been working at malt europe i'm creating the malt for these people but a cold ipa i walk into the steinhouse a couple weeks ago and somebody's like dude what is a cold ipa and i'm like I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it would be considered a IPL, which is an India pale lager because it's fermented at a colder temperature than an ale. But I don't know. And then I got some dude sitting down at the end of the bar is like, well, actually, a cold IPA is. And I'm like, there, there we go. We figured it out. Do we, Who knows what the next big thing is going to be? Do, do we got any well actually guys in the bar? <laughs> well, actually. There's always a well say, actually dude in the bar. Absolutely. Yeah. The answer to that question and is there's always a, yes. There's a, you know what you should do? Dude, you know what you should too. do. You know what you should make, man. And they're always serious. <clears throat> no, serious. no, I serious. I was down in I'm Texas. Serious. I was down in Texas one time, and I had a triple IPA milk stout porter, and it was it was awesome. It's the next big thing, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Well, it, okay, so Starbucks blew up. You know what? Fifteen years ago, something like that, uh, yeah, and whatever. and everybody started Blew like up. making fun of everybody that would go to the the drive through at Starbucks and order their triple latte, half sweet, yep, honey, Vente soy mocha right. porter with a twist but, of lime. But that's where beer's going. Yes, like like it has, yeah. it, like it's already there. That you're ordering, like for me, do you have a sour? Like yes. I'm the same. I'm the same white chick that wants the Starbucks cup, right? right. I'm just right, like, right. do you have the sour? That's what I want. I want the white mocha, so, skinny white mocha. Half, vente, yeah, breve, breve, <laughs> cold foam on top. 
Um, do you, when you do order though, like let's say you're, hey, I just want, do you like it when the bartender starts to give you knowledge or do you kind of oh, just totally, brush it off? Totally. I will do listen. Like I will, yeah. I'll listen to okay. anything. Yeah. So when that guy came over, I didn't want him to leave because he was just, he, he literally was going through all 30 beers that were on the, the awesome. sour list and was just going through them and how long they've had them and which ones are, he knew like off, off the cusp, like how many were brewed in Utah, how many were brewed, you know, like love all of it. And then, so when he started going off on the, the Pennsylvania yeast cemetery found on yeast. a cemetery tree, dude, that's epic, dude, that's the yeah. best, that's the best time you can have that a bar. So we'll sit with Matias all the time and he'll talk about new beers that he's trying to get in or his favorite beers. And yeah, I would just say if you're, if you're a bartender or a brewer type of person that wants to like give that knowledge to people that maybe you just met, like just kind of give them a real quick question of like, well, what level of knowledge do you have in this area? Because I mean, I love that bartender too. And we were listening to every word he said. It's just 75% of his words. Over your head. I have no idea what he said. Well, I've been the bartender. And so I, sometimes you can see it obviously in people where you're just like, uh, am I, you're, you're not following me here. Like, so you kind of, you kind of feel that or read that off of somebody. That's why I wanted to ask you, like, how do you like that? Because there are people who are just like, dude, I don't care. I want a good IPA. (laughs) You pick, please. And you're like, okay. Well, because it was the same thing for me with coffee too, figuring out where coffee beans came from. And then like the roasting process used to think that like dark roast meant that it was higher caffeine. Not true. Right. But I wouldn't find that stuff out unless you actually talk to a barista that does their own roasting that, that may actually kind of, or, or a roaster, I guess it wouldn't be a barista, but a roaster that, that does their own roasting. And so, yeah, that's why we have a podcast is because we like following all the trails as far as they right. go. Yeah. And apparently like we started off with this podcast was called get after it. And oh, it was, it was yeah, all about amazing. motivational people, you know, and, and, and still, there's still that little, there's that little spice in this podcast. Cause it's like that, those are the people we like to talk to. They're usually people getting after something, you know right. what I mean? They're super into what they're into. Right. And, and we just, you know, we, we like people like that. We, we want to be around people like that. And even if we don't, and sometimes we don't get a chance, like, I mean, I would never get a chance to maybe meet those people from Michigan. Cause I'm not actually into brewing. Right. But I like brewing, you know, I like you guys. And I and this is our way to like meet so many cool people. And maybe, I don't know, maybe something will spark and I go, hey, TJ, I got I got this brewing idea and maybe we can get together on it, you know, and that's this is just you know what you should do. You know what you should do, bro? I got these gummy bears. Okay. Dude, and bro, I got, no, there's a Jolly Rancher beer. It's already I mean Okay. And I'm gonna go to the cemetery and maybe I'll start testing yeasts in the local cemetery. <laughs> who's gonna who's that. gonna stop me? Don't you know what I mean? Many people. <laughs> So many people are going to stop you. This is called the. I can't name them, but there are a lot. Femur, Quebec, yeast. I'm not going to dig people out. I'm going to just go to the tree bark in the cemetery. We did a wild yeast accidentally once, um, homebrewing at my buddy's house. Or you just kind of left it open to yeah, the air? Yeah, we just like left this growler and was like, oh, dude, it started fermenting. Holy shit. And so we like brewed a batch and poured it in there and it smelled just like gym stinky foot sock juice. Okay, that's it gross. It was just like, oh, <laughs> so, that yeast was not good. That was the bad yeast yeah. that you can find sometimes. And then I remember one time I brewed a, a beer. I've dumped a couple batches, I'll be honest. Um, yeah. I've messed up a couple times, more than a couple. 
Um, one time I did like a triple brew day and I was just hammered by the end of it. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to brew this Irish blonde or whatever. So basically, I don't even know what an Irish you, blonde you is, basically but. made three soups in a day. Like yeah. that's a lot of work. Oh dude. And like everybody had gone to bed and I'm like, I'm still, I'm going to do this next batch. Well, I ran out of, we used to use giant springs water. Um, and really? I run out of giant springs water and I'm like, okay, I'm going to use city water, but I'm going to boil it first because it has chlorine in it. Right. And I'm going to boil it and then I'll brew with it. Boil for like 15 minutes, right? right, right. So I'm, I'm doing that. I'm doing like 15 gallons in my, my keg kettle. Yeah. And I didn't know that when you boil, it actually concentrates the chlorine. No, you're not getting rid of the chlorine. No, 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 you have oh. to let chlorine naturally <laughs> evaporate or use like Camden tablets, I believe they're called. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. Uh, and, uh, more science that you learned. Yeah, okay. it tasted like hoppy pool water. Mm. Yeah, my buddy's like, dude, bro, man, you know what you should do? <laughs> you should do. You should. You should just dry hop it again. And dry hopping is where you, after fermentation, you pour like this is a dry hopped pail that we're drinking. Toss some fresh hops in you, there. You top. You, you just toss more hops in, and it gives it that juiciness. That okay. that um, That's what this good is aroma. To have. Yeah, yeah, juiciness. And so he's like, dude. Just dry hop it, man. Yeah. And I'm like, good idea. That didn't that didn't work. That didn't work at it all. It still tasted like hoppy pool water. <laughs> and we were broke, so he's like, dude, we don't dump it, man. I'm like, we'll, we'll drink it. We'll drink <laughs> it. Like, no, lad, my buddy Andrew Lad, shout out to that. He was yeah, I mean, it was like, no, dude, we gotta dump this. I mean, we have to do it. <sighs> man, I Sometimes remember. Sometimes you just gotta move on. You do. I I I brewed one beer. One time, because I got really into it myself. I was like, this is interesting. And it was about that time when I everything started booming and I started reading up on it. And I was like, this is really cool. Right. And we're in the Golden Triangle area. So it just seemed, I don't know, interesting. And so I got the carboy and I did my, I did like a, a Dunkelweizen. And uh, yeah, I was a Dunkelweizen. And it was fun because a part of my military uh, job, I dealt with a lot of like sterilization of things. Okay. And so <clears throat> when they were like, oh, that's the most important thing. You got to sterilize yeah, everything. Definitely. You got to wash it. And I was like, oh, cool. And so it was kind of meditative for me to like wash everything and right. like, basically make some soup and timing everything just right. And that, that was really fun. And then I let it ferment and then I got it into the bottles. And then I, I think the thing was I tried it way too early, you know? And I was like, oh, I messed up. This is gross. But I'll drink it anyways. <laughs> right. And then, like, I forgot a six pack. Like, I didn't realize it was in my closet. And then, like, two or three months later, I like pulled it out and I cracked one. And I was like, "Oh crap, this is cool!" And I put it in the fridge and I, I drank it. I was like, "Oh my god, this is the best beer I've ever tasted!" I can't believe I drank the rest of that garbage. It's funny how when you <laughs> you make it, you're like, "Dude, this is so good." It's so I've never tasted a better Dunkelweizen ever to this day. <laughs> to this day, that was when I when I I brewed that smash. <laughs> Single malt, single hop, citrus, right when citra hops were coming out. Was, they're super, super fruity, grapefruit, you know. the More the, popular than the Cascade hops? Oh, yes, definitely. Citrus See? were huge. I knew one. There you go. <laughs> and I, that's when I, I ran down to the front when Trevor and Joe were, or um, 
yeah, no, Joe wasn't even there at the time. It was Brandon and Trevor. And I was like, oh, try this, man. This is the best beer I've ever had. Yeah. I brewed it. You know, it's funny how you you always think like it's a, that's like your first thing in the home brewing. Like this is the best beer I've ever had, and then yes, then you get it judged, and some judge dude just rips you into pieces, and he's like, "There's diacetyl and acetyl aldehyde, and and there's a little green apple finish towards the end, and and it's a little bit astringent." And you're like, "Oh man, dang!" You just get beat into the ground. I got a question about um, you, you brought those guys up at the front a couple of times. So there's one beer that I just loved, and it was limited. And it got me super drunk, but it was so tasty. And it was called, I think, Apocalyptic something. Apocalyptic Ale, I believe yeah. it was called. Do, do you, are you familiar with that? Yeah, what type yeah. of beer was that? I, I would call that like a, almost like a barley wine. Yes, it was. So very, it was like 10%, very, I believe. It was very beer. yeah. I've had re- people like it was that smooth, is smooth though. One so of the smooth. one beers people have always been like, "Do you can you brew in a like that pot, a pot?" I've been asked that several times. I'll tell you, that was the one beer in like they they make great beers. I they mean, were killing it, and there's great beers all over, you know. But that yeah. one beer, and maybe because it was so alcoholic, but yet so it was pretty damn smooth, easy drinking. It had I just chocolate liked it. malts in it, yeah. it had caramel malts in it. It had, um, pro- you know, it was a darker beer, but not. Stouter, porter, dark. It's like being, it's like not liking a dark beer and then tasting one and going, oh my gosh, I yeah. like this. I really like this yeah, though. An apocalyptic. And you want ale. like three or four, but it's like faceplant. And it they had just, like cool graphics too. Like it affected me like faceplant. I will maybe, say that. Maybe they did a decoction on that bad boy. Yeah, I don't tasted think they like did, a decoction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that word now, decoction. Yeah. Is this, did you use a decoction in this beer? I'm you, feeling kind of tipsy. Most brewers probably won't even know what that means anymore. Like, what? Oh, man. Throw that in front of Jurgen or Torsten at Jurgen? And they'll Torsten? be like, that's his assistant, Torsten. Okay. Throw that word down. They'll go on a two-hour decoction rampage. I'm going to, and right before I ask them if they need, like, a barren jingle for me to write. You know what I mean? Because they're... Isn't Jurgen into uh, metal? Oh, I can't remember. Dang it. I, I remember actually making you, Facebook friends with them. polka jingle, though, actually, <laughs> since it's German? Mm. You know what you should do? You know what you should do? You should do polka metal. <laughs> yes, for sure, man. So those are the type of brewing questions that I get, basically. People are like, wow, you're playing like a small classical guitar all by yourself. Interesting, interesting. You know what you should do? You should do some ACDC or some Rage Against the Machine, something like more upbeat that people would really like. I'm like, oh, good idea. Yeah, maybe I'll try that. Is, the, is the undertone there that what you're doing now people don't like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like a backhanded compliment. Well, that is, yeah. like, you're sitting in my brewery, dude, and you're telling yeah. me what I should do? Well, this is pretty good, but if you were smart, you know what you should do? <laughs> what do you, wait, you know what? Tell me. I figured Tell it me. out. Maybe you will give me some insight on something, but 90% of the time, I'm going to walk away going, wow. Yeah, but you know what? That is the correct answer though you always listen because I, do, I, I did. never know when someone someone will say something i'll be like you know what that's a great idea and it'll it'll go in my set Maybe list it is. <laughs> you never know what the big thing's gonna because the there, there is some of that music in your set list well, because people ask me the right questions on the right day, you know? I'm like, okay, maybe I could do a Snoop Dogg song. That does sound right. fun. And then and every be- once in a while, somebody will throw a habanero in their beer. Right. Yep. Right? And That's you go, fine. wait a minute, that actually worked out pretty well. You mean I don't- mango habanero sour dude, is delicious? Dude, dude. Oh, that and the, 
the peach cobbler that um, Mountains Walking made. Those two are like my favorite. Dude, those guys are killing it. Well, they I want to go to that brewery. I've never been. They mm-hmm. did a real dry cherry one. Oh, that The cherry one I, I had, it was yeah. super dry. And I was well, like, oh, nice and clear. Very clear. Not really? easy at all. Yeah. It was crystal yeah, it was clear. Like, yeah. When it, you know they're not using like fake ingredients, like cherry extract or something like that that's squeezed from a beaver's anus. No, they, they showed they yeah, show that's on, famous, on their on their Instagram, <laughs> they like show dumping like real stuff. That's in, what like, it takes, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those those guys are doing the thing. Then they said that cherry one it took four years. It was like four years. That's right. It was the Brewer's favorite, or he was working on it for a long time. Yeah, he really it took liked four it. years to make that beer, like from from that, start of me. step one in recipe till it's in Joe's glass. It took four years. That's what it takes. And the only reason we tried it is because they brought us free little shots of beer. Yep. And I was like, like you know we what? Had tried other stuff, and then they brought us some others that, that peach were better. Co- that peach cobbler, cobbler. No kidding. Like I almost went with that because it was it was like it was like every <laughs> you could taste every ingredient. In the peach cobbler, you could yeah, taste the so crust. A, you could taste the. That's peach. what I was like. You could, you, I'm imagining the crust to yes. the sweetness of the peach <laughs> yes. and like the juice running down my face. It was nuts. It was nuts. Every time I took a bite, I'd look at Joe and I go, "Dude, this tastes like a peach cobbler." But you weren't taking a bite. You, you were, were taking drinking a it. Right. But in oh, his yes, bra- in his yeah. brain, it just it didn't equal. And and so I was like, "Yeah." I mean, it was almost like the most delicious glass of juice that anyone yep. had ever served yep. you. But it's a little alcoholic. Yeah, right. And, and so I wanted the one that almost tasted like beer. I was like, who in the hell comes so up with the delicious. idea of doing a peach cobbler beer? You know? right. I mean, that, that's right. why you do stop and listen yeah. to those people. Like, yeah, mountains maybe walking. He is on something. <laughs> yeah, mountains walking. Good job, Shannon. mountains walking. And Shannon. Yeah. Mountains walking, you are killing it. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, and um, yeah, keep doing it and uh, ra- raise that level. You know? That's what they're, that's, I mean, using fresh ingredients, really, really giving a shit mm-hmm. is. It shows. Mm-hmm. It does. Oh, man. I'm going to drive back there just for that beer. Oh, we have other podcasts to do over there anyway. <sighs> I need to go to that brewery. Let's just go. All right, they, I know, man. We'll shoot they, you a text they, message. They have Mountains Walking here in town yeah. at uh, Vintage Cellars. Well, they have it yeah. at um, Elevation, I believe, Andrew, and Lila at Magpie have New Hokkaido. Um TC at the Steinhaus, he used to, so we got into this whole Montana craft beer thing and he, he was kind of like, you guys do your thing. Then he, he doesn't even drink alcohol, got super into it and started driving all over the state and buying and going to the brewers themselves, walking into the brewery like he owns it (laughs) and walking back to the brewers and going, I want your beer. And a lot of them told them no at first. Like, you can't just come in here and, like, I can't just sell you beer. And he was like, yeah, no, I'm going to pay you. And I'm going to put it in my truck and I'm going to take it to my bar. And they were like, what? There's like, no, no you got to go through a distributor. And he's like, no, I don't. No, Wait. I, you do. I don't. So the Steinhouse <laughs> no, might. No one. The, Montana, actually, you don't have to use it. A brewery can sell direct to the bar. Okay. Yeah, so the guy we met, so this whole story with mountains walking was weird because my wife and I went, and then Joe and I were at um, uh, the BHA Rendezvous in Missoula, <coughs> and they had a brew fest, and then we met a guy that's there's like a sales rep for mountains walking, Jeff. I'm I'm guessing at that. Yeah, I think so. Might be might be might be Jeremy. It starts with a J though. What up, Jay? Um, and so then like we met him, we talked to him a little bit. And so, yeah, they have sellers that like 
salespeople that go around and they, they do direct right. sales. But anyway, the whole story to connect us back to mountains walking is then they had an, uh, uh, take tap takeover here at empty pines. Mm-hmm. I was there for that. He was there for that, met him again. And then we went and uh, did a podcast with gastronome. They're a backcountry food freeze-dried food. And that's food. what you were telling me. That's how this all kind she, of started. She mm-hmm. helped start Mountains Walking. And that's how, that's how all this like connection came to be yep. with, with them. And so then that's where we went next. And their food's amazing. Their, their beer's amazing. Um, yep. And then we were just, I was thinking, actually, I was, uh, saw TJ at a show. And, T, and I, we just started talking about stuff. And I mentioned podcasts. And he's like, oh, maybe we should do a podcast about beer week. And I was like, I didn't even know it was beer week. Yes, we should. So, so why don't we do this? Like, if you can, our, our scheduled podcast canceled. For tomorrow. Yep. For tomorrow. So why don't you work on this tomorrow? And I'll, as soon as you get it to me, I'll yep. post it. Yep. That okay. way it's up as soon as possible. Yep. I'll do that. And then we'll just have another podcast come out, like Monday. either wait till Tuesday or Thursday. I, I wanted that one to go out kind of soon too. The one Because that one's with Ryan, Ryan Boosie. Oh yeah, man. And so the next podcast you're going to hear, all you listeners, Joe and I get a little heated. I mean, not at each other. I would no, say. not at each, not at each other. Just at the state Ooh, of our country. I'm going to listen. And, and we guns. got. We were just our just yeah. our blood was boiling at yeah. the topics of converse, and it was just like, and and I feel like we noticed it too, you know, because yeah. I was I was like hearing these angry words come out of my mouth. I'm like, man, Joe, dial it down just a couple notches yeah. here. But then I was like, you know what? These are honest feelings. I'm acknowledging them, but I'm also. Dialing it down now, taking a breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we needed to, we needed to take a breath, but we Woo. were on with this uh, this author who's now like nationally famous author named uh, Ryan Boosie, and he came out with a book a few months ago, uh, Gunfight, where he was a, a gun manufacturer, like he was a CEO. I want to say I've heard of this, or oh, probably probably okay. because like with the recent stuff that's going on, with the right. shooting and stuff like that, right. like he's been on CNN, he's been on MSNBC, okay, okay. and he you told guys did us a podcast with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we zoomed with him. Oh, we, nice. tried, we tried to go see him, but uh, we just couldn't. Yeah, he's Ooh, so busy now. I'm, that, I'm like, in on this. Yeah, and so we talk about gun control and the state of guns in mm-hmm. the United States, mm-hmm. and that's the next podcast that'll come after this one. It's like, listening. yeah, it's like it's going to be something because we talk about someone who basically he was a CEO for Kimber. Kimber's super oh, well yeah, known, yeah, yeah. Right? really well known, and he was high quality. Like, he was like yeah. he- head of sales and built the company into what it is. So I was like, he is a gun guy, but, right. but then who's now kind of against the NRA and he's pushing gun rights. So it's a very interesting oh, yeah. topic of conversations that I think yeah, that we really need to cool. have more of. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And so that's the next podcast that comes out after this one where we, we get to just be happy and talk about beer and not yell about <laughs> this is much getting shot. Yeah, this is much more they were both enjoyable, but this one's more happier. <laughs> yeah, it's way more more, happier. more laughing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would yeah. I'm not even gonna play some music while we're oh, talking. Because we we're, we're gonna wrap it up, right? Yeah, well, because that's the, that's what I wanted to ask. So you think Steinhaus might have mountains walking? I don't think they currently do. I believe that Elevation does, and I, I haven't been up there for a little bit, but I know for sure, um, as of two days ago, so I don't know for sure, um, Magpie, which is where we're going to head to. Okay, right? does Magpie have food? Yes, they have okay. delicious barbacoa okay. tacos. Okay, as long as there's food, because I was like, Steinhaus is right next to... Um, Pizza, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, we can go. To I want to try their tacos. I was just going to try to convince you guys to go somewhere different that has food. But if Magpie has food, we can go there. Yeah, they've been killing it. Limited menu, but four different options of good, good looking food. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. Perfect. I haven't been to the Magpie. I don't even know where it's at. 
Michigan. It's El Bon. It is El Banco. That maybe that lady we happened oh, upon. Yeah, we were gonna do a like little little podcast or something, and she's like, "Hey, you can't be in here." Yep, and I was like, "You hey, to be El Banco. I'm the open mic guy." Yeah. <laughs> oh, that did happen right then. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and so that's the magpie now, right next to our Banco. Yep. That's where we're going to go after this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to sit on the deck if it's not pouring rain. Yep. And I'll play a little music if it's not pouring rain, so it's like a little uh, example. Like, I'm hey, guys. Dude rug. You grabbing this guy right here? Mm, oh, I brought my, my Gibson. I'm, gonna, I'm playing okay. serious today. Oh, what is this one? This is a Yamaha. Yamaha. <laughs> I'm going to bring this to Sydney, Sydney with me for the um, road trip, because the band, we're going to go together and I have a little acoustic bass too so we're going to practice on the way. Oh nice. Six hour trip. From Meadowlark Brewing Company. Meadowlark's right there? Yeah. And they just built a new place in Billings. Done. Travis and those guys and Amanda the salesperson they're awesome. You gotta go check them out. Okay. Will do. So so have you been up to the brewery in Glasgow? No. Oh wait. Bust Bust Knuckle. Knuckle. I've never I I knew the previous owners but I believe they sold. I think they just sold. Yeah. Ben was the owner. I'd never been in there but uh, had their beers. Dude really good beers for being like this town of 3,500 people and have a local brewery up there. Right. They did some of those like jalapeno they did some crazy ones and they yeah they did a really good job and then my favorite was they always had like they had this popcorn machine but they bought all of the the popcorn seasonings, right? And so you could do like pairings with the beer and you'd get a new seasoning <laughs> nice. with the free popcorn and be like, oh, this beer tastes good with this popcorn, the cheddar something or the kettle or the jalapeno right. seasoning. Like yeah. Randomly genius. Yeah. The and it was popcorn it, with the chocolate porter. And they, they put this brewery in what used to be an old, so it's called Busted Knuckle and it's a, a picture of like a wrench. Yeah. It used to be a, a where they worked on a garage. It, like it was where they his shop, his yeah, mechanic he, shop. He used to work on cars yeah. in there and he's like, you know what? I'm going to just move in all of the, the a tap house essentially right yeah. like I'm just moving all of this in that's so cool it's kind of how angry really Hanks cool. did in Billings too yeah like at, at Busted Knuckle like his uh, his beer menu is like a car hood yep and yep. he just it's writes the beers he just writes it on the on the, the car, car hood awesome yep I love really Montanans cool. It's the beauty of brewing, man. Well, and that's and so yeah. I guess to wrap this up, Montana's doing an amazing job of coming out with like some new breweries. And new is a relative word, but like some of the older ones that have been around. But man, this is just a great place to go for really good beer. Yeah, we have very good ingredients and very good water, so that that definitely helps things. Yeah, yeah no chlorine. <laughs> Don't <laughs> boil water to try to get the chlorine out. Yeah, no, that's not the best ever. It's, uh, <laughs> it concentrates And, if, and if you ask some of those people, the chlorine mixed with the fumes that come out of uh, jets, that's why um, our country's going to shit. Oh. It's because too. those two things mixed together and they make us all just... Um, I don't know. Easy to mind control. I could go along with that rumor. Okay. okay. Let's spread that far and wide. Yep. <laughs> Question it not, my friends. What's that word of the day that starts with a D? Dia... Diacetyl or diastatic power? Mm, no, Diacetyl is butter flavoring. There's one that said cock in it. It would be diatoxic. Oh, 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 sorry. Decoction. 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 Yes. Okay. Shout just out, shout out to you. are going to buy it for Decoction beers. Decoction beer urine. We like oh, you. Kalispell Brewing Company does it too. Two ski brewski porters at Decoction. Delicious. 
There you go. Perfect. Oh, and hey, uh, we'll put some show notes in the show notes. We'll put uh, Kettle House. That is uh, our unofficial sponsor of, of this we're podcast because we're drinking, drinking delicious their, beer. Their fish on. Or maybe I sponsored them because I paid for it. So we'll put a link for Kettle House. I'm going to put a link down there also Tim for the, the Euro, Mount, uh, Malt Euro. Malt, Malt Europe. Europe yeah. Wow, that took With no E. Malt Europe. Yep. Yeah, no, no E. I noticed that because yeah. I looked up Europe with an E and it. Nope. Corrected it for me. Uh, any other? Can we find you on Instagram, Facebook, anything I like don't that, TJ? Do social media, man. Okay, so do you uh, want people to find you at all? You just gotta listen no, to dude, us. Just come hang out with me. I'll shoot yeah. the shit and talk beer with you. Okay. You'll the see only we have Magpie, the Steinhaus, Elevation, the Mighty Mo. Yeah. So basically, the Keller only guys. Keller guys. The only Black way. Eagle Brewery. Yeah. Thank you. The only way we're gonna, you guys are gonna hear more from TJ is right here. Yes. What you want to know the nitty gritty. The science behind the beers from the golden triangle, from the horse's mouth. You're not a horse. Okay. You got to listen in. He's got a mouth. He knows about horses. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The way we sign off is I'll say, I've been Brian. You're going to say, I've been. I've been TJ. Mm -hmm. And then Joe's going to say, I've been Joe. And then all together, we're going to say, we'll see you next show. We'll see you next show. Got it? All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Sharing is caring. Hey, we need some more people on our Patreon. So uh, smash that link down in our show notes and uh, give us $5 a month. Mm. That's not a request. Or like 100 That's an order. (laughs) Up to 100 Somewhere between 5 and 100 a month. I like it. We got to keep the lights on. Got to keep the power going. We don't have a power bill. Yeah. And we want new mics. That's the cool thing is you can help us get new mics. Mm-hmm. What are the what are the, what is the make and model? The EV RE twenties. They're only they're only four hundred dollars each. So I think that you know, they're and well we worth need it though. Four of them. Yeah, because we want all our guests to sound good too. Yeah, Al- almost as good as us. We want us to shine, but then we want them to sound good. Yeah. <laughs> <Kidding>. <laughs> That's why Joe does any post editing. He makes our guests sound worse. (laughs) (laughs) Only ones I don't. As long as they don't sound as good as us. All right, thank you, everyone. I've I've been Brian. I've been TJ. I've been Joe. We'll We'll see see you next show. show. It's all right. You're all right.